Hello, we're back with another special episode. This is not the Paul Kaddish episode we promised. Paul is currently MIA. This is our preseason look at Stevenage. You know, the lot managed by Steve Evans? I have a joke about that. What do Kylie Minowak and Steve Evans have in common? They're both spinning around, except Kylie isn't doing it with her chopper. Let's see how this goes. Christ we're going to get sued. It's the lower league look. 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 Did that clap come through loud? Very. That's what we like. (laughs) Back on the go. Guys, welcome to... Shit, what episode is it? It's episode two of season two, so we can just go with that. Yeah, um, let's do it. Of the lower league look. You'll notice that Chris has changed. Chris has massively changed. Uh, anyone oh. following on Twitter? Oh, I think I put it on Facebook. You'll you'll know that Chris did another podcast for a while, a Bradford City one. It's taken off really well, as much as that pains us to say, because you know we didn't want to lose him. But we said to him, "Look, you need to. You can't split your time. It's going to affect quality on both." So Chris has gone there full time. It's called the City Event. Anyone who's a Bradford fan, or even if you're not and you're just interested, give it a look. Oh, Grant, I had my story here of what I was going to say happened to Chris. I know, you've been really um, fucking nice. Yeah, so essentially... You've given it like, oh, Chris is gone. Yes, it is. Go and check out the city van. Blah, right, blah, blah. Okay, right, yeah, that's fine. We'll just carry on as if I didn't say none of that. <laughs> so, guys, Chris came to us a couple of weeks ago and said that his dream was to play James Bond. Since he was a child, he's always wanted to play James Bond. Now, you know, Chris, he's really short. It's been a thing that's been brought many times. Chris is very, very short, but he went for an audition because they killed James Bond in the last film. Spoiler alert. Um, but he got a role, so you can look out for him in this summer's blockbuster, 003.5, The World Is Not Tall Enough. Chris, perfectly <laughs> see you. I hate that. Um, but guys, luck, we are Chris. delighted to be joined today. But from the Stevenage podcast, we have Matt joining us to come and talk about Stevenage. Grant, was that what was that? That was. So we, I was trying to do a yeah, drum roll. I was like, I was oh, trying to do a drum roll, but then it realised <laughs> hasn't come across in the mic. And then I do that, and it looks like I'm playing a flute. Yeah, Grant's playing Bassmasters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know what he was doing there. Yeah. Um, Matt, welcome. Thank, thank you for coming. Hello. Oh, look, fellas, no, thank you ever so much for having me on. It's uh, I've been excited about this because, you know, it's quite nice that we're connecting the podcasts exactly. and we're all coming together. You know, big season coming up. So, uh, yeah, I'm more than happy to come on and talk about uh, our football club and our position at Stevenage and also to meet you two fine uh, young gentlemen, let me say. I mean, young's pushing it. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say speak for yourself, but I'm older than you. You won't know, would you? <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't even be out of town. Um. So yeah, no. Let's 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 talk about Stephen. You you were uh, you had a to be fair, great end to the season when Steve Evans came in. He kind of he turned it around for you. You were in a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble. Um, mm. We had you sort of dragged right into it. We thought that for a time you were going to go down. I think Grant, you were adamant Barrow were going. Yeah, um, I was. I was adamant Barrow were going even when they brought in Phil Brown. Yeah, I was well, like, I we don't like but we don't like Phil Brown, so that's why. Who does? No. <laughs> I don't think Phil Brown likes Phil. The only reason he's still got jobs in football is because his missus wants him out of house. Um, <laughs> but no, so we you, we couldn't see where where well say they couldn't they couldn't see where for, where Barrow were going to get a win. I said the sneak one. Didn't think they'd smash Forest Green four 0 but they did. Mm-hmm. They survived. You guys survived. We said bye to Oldham. Got to say this. Got to put this in because I don't know if you've seen Matt today. Oldham's mm-hmm. takeover has been looks like it's been approved. 
four weeks. Yeah, I've seen it. Four weeks and it'll be done so we can finally say goodbye to the horrible Abdallah Lemsagam, whatever his name is. I think that's mm, how I pronounce yeah. it. Barry Owens as well. Barry Owens, Owens or Owen, don't know what your name is, but we've invited you on this podcast many times. I'm going to keep poking you until you come on. Um, come on and talk to <laughs> us. So I'll be honest, people at Oldham don't like you. We don't like you. So let's talk. And it'd be fun. So Matt, I can't wait. I can't wait to see if it actually happens. Just someone that we really don't fucking like. What an episode that would be, though. Oh, it'll be a car crash. The ice. I'm gonna get sued. I'm gonna get sued. We uh, we thought we were gonna get sued a while ago by um, Peter Swan who owns Scunthorpe, didn't we, Grant? Oh no. Thought we're gonna get thought we're gonna get sued in the last week. To be honest with you. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. leave that, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll leave that one. Um, so, yeah, right, Matt, your team, let's 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 go straight into it with it. So, end of the season last year, you released, I think, 15 players. Mm-hmm. So far, you've signed 11. How are you feeling? Do you feel yeah. Quality's been, do you think you've replaced well or do you think it's like the like? Yeah, look, really good question. Um, you know, I just said to you boys, kind of off air, really, um, it needed to be done. Um, the last two seasons, well, no, last three seasons, actually, uh, at the football club has, has not been good enough. And we've been, you know, put in the bottom four now for three years and we needed to clear all of that uh, and we needed to kind of start a new era at the club. Um, and obviously finishing the back end of the season so well as we did and, and the points that we picked up and a lot of the games that we won, you know, we needed to start signing, you know, properly two players. So, yeah, look, we're over the moon about it. Um, if I'm completely honest, we've signed some really good players. I'm, you know, talking about players who have uh, just won the league in Dan Sweeney from Forest Green and, and other good, you know, real good talents from, you know, the non-league as Kane Smith, which really could, he could have gone and played League One football. Um, yeah, we've recruited really well. Um, we're currently sitting here, I do believe we've got 17 uh, players with a few other players that I think are training with the team who aren't signed on yet. Um, but we're sitting here, we're very positive. Um, and I think this season's going to be a really exciting one. We're uh, expecting us to hopefully be away from that bottom four, which would be lovely for change. Just one season, just to, you know, climb that table. Um, but yeah, look, we're really positive. Um, we want to see the club back up the top and we've signed the players to be able to do that. So yeah, one month to go. Hopefully uh, our pre-season preparations go to plan. We start this weekend. Um, and, you know, the man at the helm, which is Steve Evans, we're very excited to see what he can do for the football club because uh, we think he's a perfect fit. Well, speaking of perfect fit, you need to buy him a belt. <laughs> um, so that his pants remain a perfect fit. For the I knew team. it was coming. I knew it was coming. Um, uh, yeah, we. Uh, yeah, I mean, it had to, didn't it? It had to come. But <laughs> you know what? Like Steve Evans infuriates me because I don't. I, I don't like the guy. I don't think he's a great manager. But I'm finding it really hard to point out why. You know what I mean? Like that's this is the thing. It's very aggressive football. Yeah, yeah. I, I think my dad with Phil Parkinson, he just doesn't like him. Yeah, I think what it is with Steve Evans and and look, you know, we hated him. You know, not so long ago, we we, we you know who does like Steve Evans? But this is the great thing about us in our position is when he's your manager, you love him, right? 
when you're against him, you hate him. So in that sense for us, and I, and I look back to all the great times we had as a club, you know, 10 years ago when we had the back-to-back promotions, you know, Sir Graham Wesley. We don't call him Mr. Graham Wesley, we call him Sir Graham Wesley. Um, you know, he was that polarising figure. He was hated by everyone, but he was our manager and it almost made us kind of us against the world type of, uh, you know, people at people at Stevenage Football Club. So, look, I think in that regard, we're, we're over the moon to have him. He's hated by everyone, but he's our manager and I'm sure he's going to uh, hopefully pull us to a few away wins and wins the season where people are very frustrated that they've seen Steve Evans get one over on their side. So, yeah, I think he's that polarising figure and, you know, look, we're happy to have him, really. I'd rather you than us. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he nearly became our, our manager, I think. Well, no, he touted himself for the, the Bradford job before we, we brought in our manager. So, um, do you know what? We'll see how this season goes. Do, do, do you believe he's the one to take you up? Do you think he can take you up? Do you think that these signings that he's brought in are of a quality to push at the top of the league? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think, look, the, the, first and foremost, we as a club in our recruitment uh, have been poor the last four years. I think it's fair to say. And um, what we've done as a club um, for the last four years, and, and it's probably down to the managers that we've had in charge at the club, very inexperienced people. Uh, we've panic bought players when they've come available. You know, we haven't really thought about recruiting players to suit a style of football, right? And for the first time in a long time, Steve's coming in and, oh, all right, he, you know, he kept us up and did a really good job at the back end of last season. But he signed players to to you know, fit a style of football that we want to play. So, um, you know, we're sitting here, look, we haven't seen any football yet, of course, but I think with the people that he's brought into the club, you know, top League Two players, yeah, I I think we're more than capable of of being up there. I'm not going to sit here and say we're going to win the league or, you know, finishing the top three. HMS Pistol League's launched uh, already. (laughs) The the thing is, the HMS Pistol League is stopping in so many towns before it leaves the season. It's insane. And look, the thing is, right, anyone, anyone will say this from our club. I'm the most positive Stevenage fan. Honestly, ask anyone. If you go, is Matt Farley the most positive Stevenage fan? They'll go, oh my God, too positive, right? <laughs> but I'm I'm not delusional. Look, I'm not sitting here we're gonna say we're going to win the league or finish in the top three. But I certainly think we'll be in the top half of the table. Um, I, I'm, I've been really impressed with the recruitment. Um, you know, we have wingers. You two are going to laugh at that. I haven't seen a winger at Stevenage in five, six years. We've signed wingers. It got to the point. It got to the point with us as a football club where someone would go, oh, wouldn't it be nice to have a winger? And I would go, what's a winger? <laughs> because we haven't seen one for six years. So, yeah, we've, we've got wingers at the club now. We've signed football league level people. It, look, it looks promising. I'm not going to sit here and say we're going to be in the top three. But, yeah, look, we, we can certainly get in that top half of the table this season. Do you know, I'm currently looking just now at your past manager list and the win percentages that you have had under previous managers. Mm. So Steve Evans is currently obviously your highest since... I'm going to discount this guy because he was only in for three matches. Since 2008, you've been basically 30% and below. So you're looking since Graham Wesley back in 2008, you've had down at like 20-odd percent, some in the 30s, 13%, 14%. It's been a dismal... It's clear to see. It's been a dismal, dismal time for you guys in and about the bottom four. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, Yeah, look, it's been a problem ever since Graham Wesley um, left. And actually... Um, 
Wesley when he when he left for uh, um, Preston in um, 2012, and he should never have left because we felt like we were going to make the championship that year. Um, we've we've always recruited a manager with for, for how do I say it? Um, almost like a budget manager. You know, we've never spent money on a proper manager. We've we've either got managers in that have been cheap options, right? So you know, I'll, I'll list a few off. Uh, Teddy Sheringham. Oddly, you might think, oh, I bet you paid a lot for that. He was brought in. Oh, was you? Yeah, well, there you go. No, do you know what? Not a lot of people know he was our manager for a point. Um, But, you know, we brought him in. I don't even think we brought him in for the footballing things. I think we brought him in to build the fan base. I don't even think that was a footballing decision by the chairman. Darren Soles, another guy from the Academy of the club. Dino Manria was a player, was a coach at the club previously. Alex Ravel, who's still with the coaching staff. And actually, Rebs, probably out of all of them, did, did the best job of the lot, really. But even Alex Ravel, first proper job in management. We, we've, we've never recruited a football league level manager. And actually, as you said, rightfully so, Steve Evans is the first manager that we've recruited with any football league experience. So, yeah, look, we, we, we're probably the last kind of chance alone for us in that respect. But uh, no, you're right. We, you know, we've never had a, a proper appointment of manager that's been at the club for more than two years, to be honest. Wow. I'm glad I've got someone talking to the same level of football as I do as a Hartlepool fan, by the way, because we do the exact same. I'm hearing the same things, cheap options, all that sort of thing, never having a manager that's the, the mm. first option that fans would want. You Then you pull someone out of the arse of nowhere. Grant, we're the same. We, we're, we're eight managers in four years now. Mm. Like So, you know, it's, it, it seems to be a problem in this, in this league that teams... And again, we we banked on really sort of low end managers, and we did the same. We brought up the uh, Mark Truman and Connor Sellers from the youth from the youth team. We brought them in. They did well on an interim basis. We gave them, I think, a two year deal, and then three months later, sacked them both. Um, I think a lot of clubs are doing that at this level. For, for the signings that you've brought, so I'm gonna I'm gonna list them for you here. So we've got uh, Pia Gianni from Oldham, which, by the way, I think is a he, that's a great Fantastic signing. signing. Yeah. Um, Aaron Chapman, Gillingham, Michael Bostwick, Burton. Michael Bostwick, again, another fantastic signing. Uh, Danny Rose, Northampton. Dean Campbell, Aberdeen on loan. Max Clark from Rochdale. Jordan Roberts from Motherwell. Dan Sweeney from Forest Green, as you mentioned. And Tay Ashby Hammond from Fulham on loan. Now, he's Fulham under 23s. I don't think he's ever made a full time or a full a first team appearance, but. Uh, for you, who's your standout? Who is it? Pia Gianni, as, as we sort of alluded to there, or is it? Is, is there someone else that you look at and you think that's going to be the guy this season? Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a really good question uh, because again, the players that you've just listed there are all you know credible players. You know, at this level, uh, although Hashby Hammond, you know, it's his first go in League Two. Um, it, it's a really good question. You know, when I look at our signings, I think the two that stand out for me are probably Piergiani and Sweeney. Um, Carl Piergiani is a player that I, you know we've all known for years when he was at Salford and he was on those programmes and then all of a sudden he comes into the Football League, goes to Oldham. That was a real coup for us uh, and I'm over the moon that we've been able to bring Carl to the club. Equally, Dan Sweeney you know, he's just won the league with Forest Green. I think he played 30 games last season for him as well. Yeah. So, you know, he's had, a, yeah. you know, he's involved in that side. Um, I, I would probably say them too. However, there is a player, kind uh, uh, of simultaneously, came, came with Ashby Hammond. We signed a player called Kane Smith uh, for Boreham Wood. Now, I didn't know too much about 
Kane Smith, I've got to be completely honest, but when we signed him, all of our fans were going, oh my God, this is the best signing we've made in about five years. I was thinking, look, I'm boring wood. So Doug did my homework and this guy that we've signed, Kane Smith, he is a really good talent. Now, a lot of championship sides were apparently trying to sign him. League One sides. He decided to come to us because he lives locally. So I've been sitting here talking about Peter Gianni and Dan Sweeney, but Kane Smith, uh, keep your eye on him for us. He, he's an absolute bowler, apparently. So, he's so um, tomorrow, doesn't he? What was that, sorry? He officially signs tomorrow. Yeah, 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 he does. Um, so he he's comes in first July. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, officially. But him and Ashby Hammond uh, know each other because obviously they're at Bournemouth. But um, he's brilliant. I watched some of his clips when he played against Everton in the FA Cup for Bournemouth. He looks class. So, again, I'm sitting here talking about Pierre Gianni and Sweeney and, and Danny Rose as well, to be fair. That, that's a cracking sign. Yeah. But Kane Smith, keep your eye on him because I think he's going to be one of the players uh, of the season for us. It's funny because you look at players that come in from the National League, you find that some of the, the National League teams, your top 10... Those teams could quite easily compete in our league. The only reason they're not is because we're not working in a three-up, three-down system. And mm-hmm. players like him would probably rightly be in our league if that system was in place, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, someone uh, I spoke to someone who... Um, I think it's Ollie, Ollie Bayliss who uh, does a lot of the stuff for the, uh, for the National League. Uh, I was speaking to him and he said, do you know what you've technically done? And I said, what? He said, with Ashby Hammond and Kane Smith, you've gone into the National League and gone, right, two best players in that division. Here you go. Come up the league too. And I was like, oh, wow. I really went, yeah. He went there. there. He said, they're not, they could really play League One football. Really, both of them. So uh, that did surprise me when he said that. So, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think those that National League now, the margin gets closer every year, doesn't it? Um, but because of the system they've got with only two coming up, you don't get to see the other sides who yeah. could probably compete in League Two. So, yeah, I think a lot of those players could could make the jump. So it'll be uh, it'll be exciting to see how both of them do. I certainly think they'll both start for us. I think I think it's a no brainer. So yeah, it'll be exciting to see how they do. I think they've got to start. There's not you've not got enough players left. You you kicked everyone else out. They've got no choice. <laughs> It's going to be be a really, really interesting season. Like it it, it is. We we said we we started this in January, I think, Grant. We started doing this, and we we said we started as a laugh. Yeah, we did just start as a laugh, but it's it's kind of taken (laughs) on the line. As all the best creations are, by the way, fellas, they all come off, you know, as a bit of banner, and then you know, after a few beers or whatnot, you get them started, and you see how much of a a success it is, you know. Yeah, we lost Chris for four days after a few beers. He just vanished. <laughs> um, we started recording episode, and he just he just didn't come back. He turned up on the Wednesday. He was like, right, boys, let's go. Like, Chris, we've been trying to record since Sunday. Um, oh, please come back, Chris. This is when yeah. he fucked off to Scunthorpe. Yeah, we sent him to Scunthorpe on a vlogging mission. And oh, crikey. He, he just, I, I got videos from Scunthorpe fans of him in bars late on the Saturday night. Just oh, oh, fair play, Chris. You know what I mean? Oh, I loved it. It was like an honorary Scunthorpe fan. But we, we said that last season was probably the best time to start doing something like this because it was such a tight league. But then looking mm. at this league coming up now, it's it's even worse. And <laughs> yeah. it's it's yeah, it really is. I, I said, I think I said it last week, if it wasn't for the quality like the transfers across the board in this league this season, the majority of them have been really, really good. If this was any other season, I would think that you guys would be up there with the signings that you've made. But it's not that I'm saying you're not going to be. I think you're right with, with the top half. It's going to be so hard this season. It, it is, who, yeah. Who's missing 
or not who, but what's missing from your team? Where do you think you're still lacking? Where do you want to see strengthened? Are, are there any rumours that we don't, because we, we don't always hear about them, but are there any rumours of, of people coming in or other people leaving? Mm. You can't have yeah. Omar Bogle, by the way, because Omar Bogle... No, we'd have him. Well, no, actually... What a actually, shame. We'll, what a shame. Uh, we'll keep Luke Norris. We prefer Nozza. Um No, uh, good question. Um, look, we're not that far off to be honest with you, chaps. We've got 17 players. Obviously, there's a few that are training with the team that will, that could be uh, announced with the squad again, who were uh, uh, at the club last season. Players like Arthur Reed that play for us that are free, but are training with the team, if you know what I mean. Um, so we're not that far off. I mean, we the defence looks sorted. We've got two goalkeepers that are going to compete uh, for that number one spot, which, you know, we haven't had for a long time. I When I think about the Stevenage teams in the last seven years. We've only had just one goalkeeper that you know is going to play all game. We've got two goalkeepers now that could just play play equally. Do you know what I mean? So I think I think that's all done. The midfield looks like it's pretty much there. If I had to say where we could probably sign one or two more, probably a right winger. We've got a left winger, but we haven't got an established right wing player. So maybe a right winger, maybe another midfield player. But we're not far off. Uh, we're really not. We um, we've made all. I like to say the important signings that we needed to make. You know, the Sweeney's, the Roses, the Piergiani. So we're nearly there. I think we'll probably take the preseason now and um, give a few players a trial and, and see if we sign any players from then. I think personally, I think a lot of those trial players have probably traveled with the team to Jersey this weekend to get some minutes as well. So to, you know, allow Steve to, to watch them and see if they're a right fit for us. But yeah, look, we're not far off, but I would say, yeah, right wing. I'm probably, probably one more midfield player, to be honest. I think the other thing that's taken my attention from you guys is it's not just on the pitch that you guys are looking to make an improvement and step forward as a club. He's also looking to do things off the pitch as well. He's have just appointed Chris Ross now. Am I right in saying that as your CEO? Yeah, that's it. Um, that's come out in the last kind of week or so. He's coming from. He's come from Scotland. Is it Greenock? He's come from. Uh, he's come from. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Why is everyone? Why is everyone dipping into Scotland during this transfer window? What's going on? I don't know. I don't know either. Well, obviously, our manager being Steve Evans, we'd expect it, really. Um, but uh, do, do you know what? That's a really weird situation for us because we had Dominic Jordan, who came in as CEO in like March time, February, and uh, it was all really weird. He was talking about and, and Dominic from his time at the back end of the season did a great job connecting the fan base, which has been an issue at the club probably for about six years, connecting the fan base, getting people talking about us as a club again. And I, I was actually speaking to Dom only a week ago in the club shop. I popped into to buy the new home shirt and um, he was talking about having a great season. And then bomb Friday, it's like, oh, Dominic Jordan's gone. We've got a new, well, I say CEO, it's actually COO. Now, which is just operating officer. It seems oh, to be which... a new position that's come in in many football clubs. The COO recently. Oh, we've honestly, seen, I... we've seen it now, and I've seen it at you guys. It, it, it seems to be this new position that people are labelling mm. about as someone running the full operations of a football club. Huh? Yeah. You, I mean, you're not wrong about us as a club, though. Um, uh, to answer your point earlier, um, it's been one of the criticisms at our club actually that. We haven't done well on the pitch, but off the pitch, we've been great. Uh, as, a, as a football club off the pitch, that's been one of the 
things that I've been really proud about. Um, you know, when we first came into the Football League over 10 years ago now, uh, it was obviously going to be really difficult for us. Probably similar, similar to yourselves with Hartlepool, being a smaller club, making that jump, trying to, you know, improve and progress. Where I look at the journey and how far we've come as a club, it's mind-boggling. I mean, just the way the club looks, building the new North Stand, as we have at the club, where I've got a season ticket in, the club looks so much different now. And yeah, the, the club off the pitch has, has made huge strides. We were a big part uh, when coronavirus hit and doing like a community care line for the community. That was a big thing at the club. The sponsorship, we have Burger King and Prime Gaming now. And, you know, so we've made massive strides off the pitch. But again, people criticise and say, well, you know, we want to see strides on the pitch, not just off the pitch. So I think we're at a position in a crossroads now where it's come to that time now where, look, we still want to keep the work going off the pitch, but we want to see it on the pitch now. So, but yeah, look, things off the pitch have been great. Yeah, the new, I call it Kuro, the new coup, the CEO. Um, yeah, new coup, new coup. Um, yeah, look, I don't know much about him. I'm assuming he'll come in and galvanise the admin uh, at the club. But uh, yeah, I think uh, it'll be nice to get to know Chris and yeah, kind of hear what he's got to say on what he wants to do at the club, really. Has he um, has he been involved with your new away kit? Um, I don't think so. I don't because think so. I want to shake the hand of whoever designed <laughs> that away kit. It is beautiful. So I don't know if you know this, but it's not the first time we've had a purple kit. Yeah. So uh, I think this actually has been in the making for a long time. So last season, uh, we did this third kit release, which was purple, same purple, uh, prime game. And although the sticker had white on it, it, it didn't look great, but it looked nice for the eye. Uh, so I think the club, off the back of that, a lot of people bought that shirt. I think the club thought, oh, do you know what? Next season, we'll make that the away kit, but yeah, make improvements. Um, yeah. I, look, I, I'm going to back it as well. I think it's beautiful, beautiful nice away kit. And do you know what? To be honest with you as well, the home kit, um, it that's a uh, an old classic that we've revamped and made a new classic as well. So I, I'm really happy with the new kits. I think they look great. I think they look yeah, superb. The, the home kit is very Marmite for me. You're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. Um, yeah. The away kit, it, it, I just I sent it to Grant earlier. I was like, Grant, you need to just, just look at this kit and we'll go just like that. It's, Don't ask me to pronounce who makes it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So everyone knows Grant's Scottish. And we found out tonight Grant has a thing for making names sound Scottish. Macron. So, you know, yeah. So uh, Macron is the same make as us. Macron. And Grant went, oh, it's made by Macron. I said, oh, not Macron. 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 Yeah, it's got Scottish eyes, dear. It's like you've it's like you've skipped out the A and just yeah. left the seed at Macron. Uh, Macron. Macron. Oh no, we can't be having that. We can't uh, be having Macron. I'll change. I'll change it out to Macron. Macron. <laughs> there you go, uh, Macron. They, 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 they go really American for it. Yeah, they, they've made our kit and our our home mm. kit. I, I I do like. Um, Everyone so, in the mm. league seems to either be going through Macron or Aria. Oh. Mm. Yeah, Hummel. I mean, we've had Macron. How many years have we had Macron now? Because we did have Feeler at one point. I think we've had Macron for about six years. We've had Macron for ages now, I think, as a club. I like Macron. I think the gear Macron do is all right, to be fair. Yeah, it's uh, very small. Very small fitting. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? Crikey. Yeah, I was having this chat with someone in our club shop, lovely, a lovely lady called Janet. I go in there all the time and pick up tickets and stuff. And I was trying one of the shirts in the club shop the other day. She went, oh, yeah, try and go for the uh, bigger size. And thought, 
it's getting a, she's taking a mick out of me for a second. I was thinking, you what, Janet? But uh, she went, no, 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 it's just the sizing. Oh, thank God. Uh, but no, no, the Macron, they do come up tight. I've got to be honest, crikey. That's the Italians for you. That's the, they, they, oh. they like it. They like it. Could, you could have all, all, ripped, all ripped and fit, aren't they, the Italians? Well, Grant, yeah, Grant's right. They they had O'Neill's last season, and halfway through the season, O'Neill's just went, right, we're done now, and just stopped producing kits. Oh, so okay. We, we, went up we had in, no kits in the club shop. None, we we, no we went up in March. We actually met in March to go and watch Bradford play Hartlepool and went to the club shop, and there were no replica Nothing. kits. Oh, stop Nothing it. at all. They just basically, they knew that the sponsorship deal was coming up. They knew that they weren't going to stick with O'Neill's, and they just said, nah, well, we're not going to make you no more kits. It oh was God! Insane. Um, I mean, for a large, you had to get a three XL. Yeah. And to be fair, it's not much different with Macron. It was bad. <laughs> yeah. Bad. With Macron. Do you know um, you've changed? You've changed. I'm, I'm going to start calling that Macron from now on. Honestly, <laughs> you slipped it in there. I swear to God. It was. So looking into your looking into your first few fixtures when we're coming into mm. the actual league yourselves, you're open. You're away to Tranmere first game of the season. Then you've got Stockport, and then you've got another team who's done a massive rebuild in Walsall. What's your thoughts on your first three games of the season? Um, immediately, when, when I saw the fixture this, and as you do, you sit there almost like a kid at Christmas, didn't you? Refreshing the page, and it come up, and I was like, oh, wow, Tranmere and away in Stockport home. I, I'm actually really happy with it, and I've had this debate with a few people. When the fixtures come out, a few people went, oh, Tranmere away, you know, tough place to go. We don't have the best of records there anyway. And Stockport at home, really good side coming up. But I, I've got this debate and this point that actually I, I'm really happy with those opening two fixtures because I think if you want to play those teams, you want to play them early. Um, I think those games, especially Stockport, as you know, with teams coming up from the National League, sometimes it can take a few months to get going. So I don't want to be playing Tranmere away and Stockport at home in December, January, February. So I'm actually really happy that those two were the uh, first two opening games. I actually think because of that, they're actually winnable games. Uh, we're going up there with a new team and with the players that we've recruited, they're all experienced League Two level lads. So, you know, it's not going to be one of those things where those players are phased. Um, I think they're really good fixtures to open with, actually. Um, like, likewise with it, I think if we're able to go up to Tranmere and get a win or win against Stockport, it's good confidence for a new team going into the season. Tranmere are probably going to be somewhere up there again. They always are. Um, so that's also a big positive. The games after those two, as you mentioned, Walsall, and I think also we've got Rochdale, Carlisle, I think they're winnable games. So yeah, in terms of our... Home back to back within four days, you've got Rochdale and then Carlisle back to back, mm. and then I mean, you're Salford after that. Yeah, it, honestly, I think for us, it's actually a really good start. Um, so yeah, look, I think we're positive about it. I, I think if you're asking me on my opinion on how I'd uh, realistically what what do I think from those games, I, I, I wouldn't mind even taking two draws to start, to be honest with you, against those two sides. I think Walsall's winnable, as you've said, big turnover there. Um, I think that's certainly a game that we can win. Likewise, with Rochdale and Carlisle. So, yeah, good start for us. I, I was actually quite happy with it. Also, uh, me and a few mates, we always, whenever Borough play away, we always go and do City weekend. So, we're very happy to have Liverpool for the uh, for the opener, we've all booked up that, and we're going to go up and have two nights in a month. So, yeah, look over the moon with it, and, and you know it's a cracking opener. They're probably going to have thousands there, and Stevie Boy's going to be uh, taking the mick on the touchline. So, uh, yeah, we're over the moon with it. He'll be in his <laughs> element. So, oh, yeah. who's, who for you then? We 
moving on from from Stevenage here, who mm. there's been. A, I said I mentioned about transfers and how there's been a lot of really good transfers. But who are the standouts for you aside from yourselves? Who do you who have you looked at and seen signing after signing and gone? Yeah, that's that's a good one. That that's going to be a very interesting mm. team next season. Like, who do you think are going to be the dangerous teams next season? And you know, what signings have you seen that you've gone? Oh, we'd have loved to have made that, or I wish mm. we'd have brought someone like that in. Like, what? What? Good. Do you think? Yeah, good question. Um, uh, to be honest with you, I, I was really surprised. Well, not so surprised, but the Dominic Telford signing for Crawley. Obviously, but obviously with the money, I can I can see that instantly. Or although you would think Telford would go up and play a league higher, but um, with the money sense of things at Crawley, uh, I could see that coming. But nevertheless, that was a real eye opener of a signing. I thought, wow, Dominic Telford going there. Um, I think yourselves at Bradford, to to be honest with you, have made some really good signings. Um, I certainly think Bradford will be right up there. Um, it's a re- it's, do you know what? It's a really difficult one this season because. Um, the teams naturally that are, that you would assume would be up there, teams like Mansfield and Tranmere, I'm not so certain about those sides this season. I don't know what it is. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not certain um, about them sides. I think it's a, an open league. I tell you who has actually surprised me a little bit. Um, I've got a friend who's a Barrow fan. Um, yes. And yeah, um, and obviously with Pete Wilde going there, he, he's got a big connection with Barrow, who's a really good manager, and they've been surprisingly making some good signings. So I think it's a pretty much open division. If I had to pick a couple of teams that I'm quite surprised about, I would probably say Barrow was one, uh, Bradford, uh, and possibly Crawley with the Telford signing. That's a, uh, that's a fantastic signing. So op- open league for me. Yeah, the, the, the Telford one was... I'm, I'm still not really over it. Um, and I don't think the... that's going to be the last big signing that they make. That so anyone who obviously anyone who watches knows that we're sponsored by Wagme United, the, the, the guys who own Crawley. Um so we have regular contact with them and we'd been having conversations with Preston back and forth that week about signings and things like that. And we took and this is public, so it's not a problem. We took a player out for a meal really, really expensive and bike's gone muffled. Mine has. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Yeah, man. yeah, I can hear you. Quick mic check. Quick mic no check. One wants to, no one wants to see that tongue action, mate. Yeah. <laughs> There's one person who goes, she only listens on Spotify. birthday today. Yeah, so, <laughs> is it? No, it's not. Um, so, Thank you. Yeah, with um, we we spoke to Preston and they, they he took a player out for a meal to a really like posh restaurant last week, and then two days later they announced Telford. And the first thing that we we messaged was, "Is that the guy who you took out?" And he he just went, "No, the guy that we took out is bigger." Oh, crack it! So whoever they this is the thing he, he he said Telford's massive for them, but whoever they took out and they did all this big winding and dining for isn't Telford. There's somebody, mm. there is somebody else, whether it comes off or not, don't know. Yeah. Um, the signing hasn't been made yet. He said it's taken a little bit longer oh. to get over the line, but that is apparently 
next They're going to be up there. Yeah, they're going to be right up there, I think. It's still silly season just now, isn't it, though, for signings. Weird signings are going to happen all yeah. over the place still, I think. And yeah. as you've said, this, I think the league was so tight last season. I think it's going to be tighter this season again. Yeah, I think it will be. Uh, no, I honestly, I really agree with you, actually. I think we're going to see a low, a low scoring points winner. It'll be below. It'll be sub twenty, sub seventy five points wins the league this season. Do you know what? I, I will say this about the league. No, I do completely agree with you. I think it's going to be a really competitive league for the first time in a long time. I'm struggling who's going to go down because yeah. normally, yeah. normally, and I've said, and I'll use us as an example. Normally, you get. A couple of teams, don't you, who flirt with those relegation places for three to four years and then they eventually go. A bit like Scunthorpe, a bit like Oldham, a bit like Yeovil, right? But this season, I honestly don't know who's going to be in those bottom two places. It could be anyone. Right now, based on squads, it it is Hartlepool for me. And that's purely because we we Mm. saw tonight Bogle going to, to Newport and that my my comment immediately when Bogle went to Newport was that is a strange deal for both sides. It makes no sense mm. for either side. Newport have replaced Dom Telford with Omar Bogle. That that's not a replacement. And Hartlepool don't have the squad depth yet to let Omar Bogle go. So yeah. I think right now on paper, I mean to be fair, right now, Grant, on paper, you guys would struggle to field mm. a full eleven for the full season. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. We've got three so, goalkeepers though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but this is this is the thing of it's mm. going to be right now. Hartlepool are probably the worst squad in the league. But I think that, Rochdale that, could be down there. Yeah, yeah. And I, do you I know said what? Carlisle as well, but I just I purely said that because I wanted to piss off Carlisle fans, and it worked. And it <laughs> worked to this day. I don't think I, Carlisle are going to be in trouble, but I'm going to put them yeah. in my bottom two prediction always. I tell you what, um, keep your own Colchester as well. I don't think they've signed anyone. Colchester, I think there's real concerns coming out from their camp. They had a bad the season last year as well. They had a yeah, very, keep an eye, very bad season. So Colchester at the minute, I've got them here. Colchester have, they've signed two. Yeah, they, they have signed because they signed Sam Hornby from Bradford, the goalkeeper. Um, mm. And they've also signed Alex Newby from Rochdale, which I actually think is quite a good signing. But mm, yeah, that's ins. They've, they've released nine players. Um God. So they've got a lot of work to do. Hartlepool, if we if we look at Hartlepool here, sixteen um, players, I think. Is it sixteen that's, players out? That's how many we fielded the other day. So that's not including Bogle, not including Burn, who's gone, and that was a trialist as well. Yeah, mm. yeah. So at the minute, you've brought in six players: um, Leatheran from Markham, who played the other day. Weird, weird game. I don't, I don't know if you watched it. It was baffling. So No, honestly, I didn't see it, no. So Hartlepool played Hibs. They started the game playing left to right. And at 30 minutes, there was a water break. So they swapped sides. Mm. Then half time came. They didn't swap sides. But then at 60 minutes, they had another water break and swapped, swapped sides, sides again. again. Weird. That's peculiar. Yeah, that's... Twice. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's all three of your goalkeepers played, Grant. Um, you've, yeah, so Leatheran, Tumilte? Milty. He's not a keeper. He's a he's a fullback. No, no, I'm just reading your inbound. Your inbound. Mm. Uh, then you've got Niang from Partick Thistle, who's a good good signing. Jake Hasty. I think Jake Hasty is a perfect replacement for Luke Molyneux. I think we're going to see a lot from him this season. Uh, Alex Lacey and Ewan Murray. But yeah, you, you've got this. Ewan Murray looked great. 
but you've got a lot of work to do, a hell of a lot of work to do. <laughs> Predicting who's going to go down this season is going to be very, very difficult. Colchester, like you say, they're yeah. going to struggle. Um, I don't think you guys are going to struggle. You're going to be up there. You've, Evans has recruited well. You've, it's going to be, you know, this going to be hilarious. Just, that makes me so happy to hear. Honestly, I've, I've, for the last three years, it's been, oh, we're going to be down there again, aren't we? When someone says, I don't think you're going to be that, it's like winning a league, honestly. Yeah. It feels I'm going to put a pet hate out here, and Liam knows what's coming here league predictions. He hates so when you see people putting league. their fucking league predictors up on the <laughs> League Two Facebook page, like, oh, they'll come. Everyone's putting like Stevenage down the bottom, and I'm like, you yeah, just don't yeah. know what you're fucking talking about. Do you know, do you know who really pissed me off? Actually, that's done. Like, do you know, you're really you know, counting them out. Uh, do you know who really pissed me off? Was it Lee Hendry? Uh, Lee Hendry or someone like that? A pundit on Sky Sports. I think Stevenage are going to struggle. And I'm like, oh, come on, Lee. Do you know what I mean? You don't even know we've signed. You're just looking at us from an out point of view. Just, just a point on Lee Hendry's interview where he did say that. He named three teams to go down. So that just discounts oh, everything well. Lee Hendry knows about League Two football because he, he chose yeah. three teams to get relegated. Oh, he's, um, he's fuck all, does he? He's, he's un- he's, I think he's... Luke Hendry, Hendry who plays for us, that's his, his uncle, isn't it? So... He, uh, he, he played for us as well, did, did, did Lee Hendry at uh, the back end of his career. So, yeah. Do you know what he's probably done? He's probably just looked at book, I was gonna say he's probably just looked at bookies odds yeah. and just went, mm. oh, Stevenage, they're six to one to get relegated. Oh, let's yeah. put that, let's just say them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, literally, I, I, I just listened to that interview and I just thought, oh, come on, look, give us a break, do you know what I mean? Oh, I know we're a smaller club, but you know, we've made some good signings. Just, just you know, even just put a 17. Just don't mention us in that relegation battle. Do you know what I mean? Like, crazy. Where would you take? Where would you take as a bare minimum position for the end of the season? Really good question. Um, look, being a smaller club, we always say, first of all, don't go down, stay up. But I think for us this season, you know, we have to start climbing that table. I think, for me, um, going into this season, I'd, I'd like to see us uh, at least mid-table. I think if we're, if we're able to hit 12th, I think that's a really big improvement. And then I think going on from that next season, that's a nice little platform that we can go into looking at playoffs or promotion. So, for me, 12th place, mid-table, banging in the middle, try and get there. I think that's a really good season. But equally, if we hit somewhere like 15th, 14th, Still an improvement, we, you know. I think we understand it, Steve. Is that we're kind of at a new era now, so it's going to take time. I know that we've made some good recruitment in players, and I think this is going to be a much better season. But it, it might take a couple of years to start seeing any real growth and progress. So, um, you know, start climbing that league table. But yeah, twelfth place, I'd be over the moon with. Over the moon, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's. I think that's a fair assumption. Um, I think that there's 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 one or two things going to happen. I think Sutton are going to struggle this year. I think that Sutton had a really good first season. Mm, I think they're going to struggle this year. But I also think that one of the teams that came down from League One is going to really struggle. Um, oh, okay. And I, th- I think that it's going to either be Wimbledon or Crew. And I'm not saying they're going to get relegated, but I think they're going to be bottom half of the table. I think they're going to really struggle to, mm. to keep themselves up this season. I- I was just going to say this about uh, them teams. Actually, yeah, I agree. I think one of them. I, do you know what? I've got a funny feeling Gillingham might struggle as well. I don't know what it is about Gillingham, but 
They're talking um, a good game with Gillingham. This is the thing. Gillingham are talking a very, very good game on social media and the manager, the things that he's saying seem to be all the right things, but it's just whether he can do them. Um, but yeah. I think that's. I think that there's going to maybe be a shock this year. Um, without being disrespectful, Grant, I think if Hartlepool were in the bottom two, it wouldn't be a shock mm. for a lot of people. Not right, not right now, no. no. But I think there's going to be a shock. I think there's going to be someone getting dragged into it. But, you know... We'll find out. We're going to be doing quite a few of these episodes. I think Sunday mm. we're going to be recording with the the Stockport lads, which is going to be interesting. That's interesting, yeah. Well, Grant's going to love it because they've got Dave Challoner in charge. It's going to be a Dave Challoner wank fest, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <Great. When laughs> Challoner left to go to Stockport. It's still a bitter subject. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited for it because they're my team as well. So we actually we all drew names this season, um, one to twenty-four, and whoever. Yeah. League position when the season starts at zero points. That's who we've got to follow. So I drew Stockport. So I've got to next season go to Stockport as a home fan, vlog it, interview the fans, spend the day as a home fan. Grant's got to go to Salford. Salford, I've got to go to. And uh, Chris, Chris, who's left us, we've told him he's still got to do it. He's going to Leighton Orient, which is going to be interesting as well. Oh, that'll be be very interesting. Yeah, Leighton Orient. So, but other than that, Matt, thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, whoa, 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 oh. whoa, 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 whoa. Remember, everyone that comes on, I've got five quick fire questions. Oh, no, oh. no sorry, Grant, Grant, we, we had another thing. I've, I've got before my five quick, quick, quick fire questions. Before. Right. We discussed this yesterday. Oh, Matt. I'm excited now. So, I've just told you about the challenge that we did. Ah. Uh, uh, uh. uh. <laughs> Uh, okay. Look, I knew, I knew this, and I thought, oh, hang on a second. Thought, it's going to be... Thought, with each guest from each podcast that we bring on, we get them to spin a number, and you guys can do the same for us. Go to You're going to go to a game at any point in the season. Go yeah, to one of okay. their home games, vlog it, record loads of stuff, and send it over, and just basically have a good time. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. So are you in? A hundred percent. Oh, most definitely. Yes. Get me in on it. Get right. me in yes. on it. I'm, gonna I'm there, boys. I'm there. Get me right. in on it. I'm, I'm going to spin the wheel and I want you to Oh, God, it. I'm so nervous now. Right. Oh. I'm going to take the branding off. I'm going to take the branding off and I'm going to try and share my screen for you. So oh, this is incredible. The uh, Yeah, that was the thing when Grant said we had more. I thought that's what he was going to say. But no, do you know, no. do you know what? I, I, this has literally been one of the most exciting things of my week. Honestly, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> You must be having a really shit week. Right, so <laughs> I am going to spin it. I've got the standings as we are right now. Oh, my oh. God. Here we go. No, I don't. What are we going to get? Is it 19? Who is it? It's Stevenage, I think. <laughs> no, stop it. He's trying to spin really? No. We've got to spin it again. No, you can't have your own club. Oh, God, God. That is crazy. Right, we'll spin it again. Yeah, and that, that just had to happen. So crazy. Go on, hit 19 again. Go on. Ooh. Number eight. Oh, who's that? Grant, who is eight? Why is it? Hold on. It's already put Stockport at the top. It's not alphabetised the fucking clubs. I've got it here. I've, right. got, I've got it. What we'll do is we will figure out. No, let's figure out now, actually. Let's do it. You are going to Doncaster Rovers. Doncaster. Oh, I'll take that. Just up the A1. 
Yeah, we'll take that. that. That's let us bad. know. It's, it's only far. It's not far from us. Let us know. We'll, we'll yeah, look. So yeah, Donny, Doncaster Rovers is where you're gonna go. Wow. Uh, okay. Vlog it. Uh, enjoy it. It'd be great. Yeah. So now, I, obviously. Obviously, I'm wearing my Stevenage gear up there. I mean, that's just happening, isn't it? That's got to happen. The other, the other rule is you can't go. It can't be when it's Stevenage away. Oh, I was just going to say, could you imagine yeah. if I actually pulled oh, it? And yeah. Because I was like, <laughs> I've, got, I've got Stockport. I can't go to Bradford Stockport. So I've got to go to a yeah. round. But Grant, Grant does have a thing that he's, he's starting to do for, for guests. So I'm Any guest that comes on has got five quick fire questions. So oh, God, here we go. Number one, pressure's on. Who is the best Stephen? What is the best Stevenage goal you've ever saw in person? Wow, wow, that is a great question. Best Stevenage doesn't goal doesn't have to be doesn't have to be like no, I know. bins out of the box. I it know. can even be a shit goal that's got meaning. No, no, no. I know, I know the goal. Um, Ilias Chair away at Lincoln City. And we were losing the game 2 0. Ilias Chair was incredible for us. He was one of the best. One of the best players we've had at the club, talent in, in terms of his talent. We were losing 2 0, and he um, scored a screamer to make it 2 1, and then he scored another screamer to make it 2 2, and it was incredible. Um, the scenes, I remember our manager Dino got sent off at the time, and then he nearly scored another screamer to win the game 3 2. Yeah, it would be Elias Chair at White Lincoln, that was incredible. Was that from. Uh... Who didn't score two in that game? He he did. He scored. Um, yeah, yeah. No, he did score. Did he score two? I'm trying to think. Do, 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 do. No, I'm pretty sure he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Pretty he sure he scored both. Half. That was oh yes, that was against Swindon. So that was a couple of games after. Right, um, right, right. I'm the just goal to find it now on YouTube. That that goal. Um, so it, it's a it's a really good question because in terms of goals off memory, that was one of the best. But in terms of goals of meaning a lot, we'd have to go back to the times where we scored in the conference to get promoted and things like that. But on memory, uh, as in a classic, really good goal, probably that one away, Lincoln, for sure. Hey, nice. Oh my so dear! Who's your favourite ever Stevenage player? Oh, favourite ever Stevenage player? Oh, Mark Roberts without a shadow of a doubt. He's one of the biggest legends at the football club. He was captain when the club won the conference and then got promoted from League 2 to League 1. Mark Roberts, hands down, centre-half. Brilliant player. Isn't it? Easy. What's yeah. your go-to half-time snack? Oh, that's a great question. Do you know what I um, do you know what I really like? I, I, I'm, I'm liking a bacon butty, a bacon bap at the minute at games. I love getting a, a bacon bap, bit of ketchup. Probably, probably that's my go-to. Nice. What is your favourite away day or away ground? Oh, that's a, that's a great question. Do you know what? I'm going to say this team. They're in our league. I'm going to say this team, and there's a little story behind it. I'll be really quick. I'm going to say Barrow away, and you two are probably going to go, what? Reason being is... The, even, the, even Barrow fans don't rank Barrow's ground. I know. Uh, the, so they are the away <laughs> oh, do you know what's quite weird the, the away game there this season it's the last game of the season it's on my birthday as well um, but no God's on his truth the last time we went there amazing story the floodlights didn't work so the game was delayed like yes. two hours and just the story of the day I got in at 4.30am I had a race the next day I do a lot of running and I had a race the next day and just on memory I'd probably say that one I'm looking forward to going back there this season oddly 
Nice. Finally, you've made a lot of signings, but mm. if you could make one more signing, if it was oh. one player that you would bring in in this window that you think would improve your team tenfold, not a, like a Messi or Lewandowski, a realistic signing. Um, oh, I'm a bogle. Not joking. Um, <laughs> he wouldn't improve. Well, I mean, he would. He would. He probably would. God, that's a good question. I would probably go. Oh, that's a great question. Um, I would probably go and say, "Good player for us to improve our team." Do you know what? I would probably go for. Um, Oh, God, that is a great question. <laughs> You've got me there, haven't you? No, do you know what? I, I've always wanted to see him at Borough. James Norwood. Oh. Yeah, I think he's the sort of player. And I think he'd be, he'd be a really good player under Steve Evans. Yeah, James Norwood. Well, we'll... Good answers. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. You make a point. Uh, James, James Norwood, just this is just out there. James Norwood, currently unattached. Ooh. No clue. Oh, interesting. So, Steve, if you're listening to this, you know, which I'm sure he will. Um, you know, if Steve Evans is listening to this, he's going to be seething at the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear it. Oh, good we'll, we'll save, no, we'll save it to you. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, I think that that's it for me. Uh, Grant, do you want to do the outros? Matt, first of all, thank you very much for coming on. It's been great. It's good to know because Stevenage wasn't a club that we covered much last season. We had to cram a lot in the second half of the season, so we didn't get much coverage of you. So we're trying to get it a lot more this season. So it's been that's that's a really good one for us. But yeah, thank you very much for coming on there. No, fellas, look, thanks for having me anytime. Want me back on? I'm, I'm more than happy to come back on and, and yeah. talk League Two football and Stevenage. No, thanks for having me on, guys. I can't wait to see your Doncaster vlog. Oh, <laughs> do, do you know I'm what? For it. And do you know what as well? It'll be the most positive vlog you ever watch as well. Yeah, I swear will. to God, anyone that knows me knows that vlog is going to be so positive. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm, 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 gonna... I think I'm quite intrigued to see somebody make a trip to Doncaster positive. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be <laughs> hard work. Yeah, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to get in there with the locals with the Stevenage gear. I'm going to do a few interviews. Why not? Why yeah. not? Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get in touch with. Uh, I'm going to try and interview Dave Challoner at Stockport. Me just just to annoy Grant. Uh, <laughs> you got to do. I mean, I've got a picture with him. It's fine. Leave. Yeah, leave it he, Grant's got Grant. We got, got Grant a picture with him earlier in the season when he came down for the Bradford Harley Cup game. But Grant, do you want to walk anyway, us out? Shall I? Shall I? Shall I? Again. Guys, 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 thank you very much for listening once again. Um, don't forget, give us a like on Facebook, share this post with this podcast out to all your friends. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. I believe this is going on our YouTube channel. Liam? Yeah, they yes. all go on the YouTube channel now. It's going on our YouTube channel. Subscribe <laughs> to our YouTube channel. We want to increase that. Retweet it. Like it on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Come and join us on our Discord community. We are looking to build and build the best League Two community on Discord, not the League Two Facebook page. We want you on our Discord page. It's a much better place to be. Listen to us on Spotify. Listen to us on Apple Music Podcast, whatever the fuck it's called on there. Rate us five stars on Spotify. Comment whatever the fuck you want. We don't care. That doesn't matter. Just rate us five stars. Also, 
big, big shout out to our sponsors, Wagme United. Thank you, guys. Oh, we appreciate everything that you've done. I'm not, not going to forget that. Guys, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. We have been the lower league look. Sponsored by Wagme United. That was how I was doing. <laughs> <laughs>